Welcome back to a new episode of the You're Not Wrong podcast, a podcast where Janice and Millennials millennial talk about culture back then, culture right now, and tell you why you're not wrong if you think you're lonelier than you've ever been. Um, mm. My name is Elizabeth. I'm the millennial. I'm Nicole, and I'm a Gen Xer. And yeah, Nicole, you you wanted to take the mic this well, week and talk about something, right? I mean, you know, I guess so. Um, so uh, are you, you know that the pandemic's over, right? <laughs> pandemic what's that i'm from florida <laughs> natural <laughs> not at all rehearsed oh brother <laughs> well guess what did you hear about a new not pandemic but epidemic, epidemic. guess what though <laughs> this is the new part y'all. okay okay it's even worse than covid Oh no! You, uh, yeah, I feel like I've I heard that before. Oh, yeah, that's not new. No, it's okay, not. It's it not. But new. what? <laughs> it's the loneliness <laughs> epidemic. Bum bum bum. It's worse than COVID, Elizabeth, <sighs> and it affects <laughs> not just millennials, but but Gen Xers too. I I'm, this this affects everyone, man. Get, well, guess who it doesn't affect as much? Boomers. Right. You know why? Why? <laughs> Look, I actually don't know the answer to this. We didn't. We didn't know. No, part. this is a riff, and I've had enough of a bad day where I'm, I'm now the loose cannon. Like before, it only was, slightly looser than me. <laughs> you say, don't know the it's, day I've it's, had. It's typically you, but today it's me. <laughs> yeah, you do seem a little, uh, a little loose tense. today. Yeah, yeah, yeah loose, loose, but also wound up. <laughs> yeah, and you know what it is? But. It's just boomers. And you, my my father's a boomer. I Mine love him too. dearly. Mine uh, too. But they ruined everything. They really did. They ruined everything, and they're walking. They it's like that guy who comes into the room, says some shit that pisses everyone off, and then walks out. Fine. They are that's a boomer. They do bother me. They come in, they mess up everything, and then they walk and immediately they, you out. You know what else they do? They act like what? They act like what do you the, mean? What do you mean? Why isn't it easy to like? Go to college, college and have three kids and if you go on vacation three times a year. Toast, yeah, it'd be fine. I'm actually tired of them, bro. I spent some saying, time man. with them actually recently. You know what? That's you, with, with all we of, could do a whole another whole episode pop, with all the boomers. They have some shit with them. I'm gonna tell you right now, bro. They're wild. They are really re- kind of entitled to. Oh, 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 yeah. They and it also they downplay the literal like shit that we're living through right now as people who are trying to like achieve something that used to come first of all this is not about loneliness it's not no sorry it's okay not. so let me let me let's let's, let's <laughs> no thank you for bringing let's us get back this on back point. on yeah. point because like literally it back in. we are like doing the things that the boomers don't even like understand anymore like coming off of very hard days at work yeah. And having to do a passion later. Without knowing whether or not we'll be able to retire. <laughs> exactly. Or have a pension. Right. Yeah. So let's just. Much love to all the boomers in my life. Y'all are great. <sighs> as a, as anyway, a whole, you guys annoy me. We went crazy. This we episode is about loneliness. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, I, 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 I mean, that's what my Gen X file is about today. It's about loneliness. Let's right. talk about it. Let's do it. Have you, uh, did you hear about the Surgeon General's report that he recently issued called Our Epidemic of Loneliness and Isolation? 
I feel like I have. Yeah, it's it's been out a lot, lot of lot of rifting and grifting off of uh off of this report. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot of news stories, a lot of online stuff, a lot of content. Well, it's got that headline that like makes you. I mean, it's a headline, right? It's like, a heck of lonely. a headline. Yeah. yeah. If I the, the report that he issued like earlier this year finds that about half of U.S. adults reported experiencing measurable levels of loneliness. Like, it's estimated that one in every two Americans is experiencing measurable levels of loneliness. One in two? One in two. That's 50%. So, like, between me and you, one of us is lonely. And I think I know who it is. It's not, yeah. It's not going to be you. Jason. (laughs) Thanks, Jason. Jason's like, yeah, I smelled it on her when she walked in. So you can't anymore. It's 2023. You can't say that. Oh my god, this is we're mean. Like literally, though, seriously, one in two Americans are lonely, and so like it has become such an issue that the Surgeon General has been alerted because it's affecting people's health. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just like the idea of like this surgeon general person who's like supposed to deal with like actual issues, like sitting at his desk or her. I don't want to be. Oh, okay. (laughs) I was gonna say I don't want to be gender normative, but yeah, sitting at their collective desk, all of them, the (laughs) non-binary, all of the genres of Um, binary and gender. And he's like, he gets a call on the phone, and he's like, "What am I supposed to do? What do we do? I I can't help this. They're lonely. What do we do? Tell me when there's a heart attack. Like, what am I supposed to do? There's no medicine for it. But so here's a couple things about loneliness that makes it. I mean, we're making light of it, but it actually does affect the health of Americans. So, um, first of all, just a little context about who it is. It says 18 to, according to the study, 18 to 25 year olds are the most lonely. 62% feel lonely on a regular basis. And the larger the city they live in, the greater the loneliness, according to his report. So it's younger people, but by and large, it's a large majority of your generation and my generation that make up kind of like this group of folks that are lonely because we're kind of the majority of people living in the world right now (laughs) in society moving around um so the reason why it got on his radar is because apparently loneliness like affects your physical health oh i totally buy that i had a hard time understanding that for a while i had to like research it a little bit and so according to the report when people are socially disconnected, their risk of anxiety and depression increases, which we understand. But along with that stuff, so does their heart disease chances, dementia, and stroke. You, If you're lonely, you're 29% more likely to have heart disease, you're 50% more likely to have dementia, and you're 32% more likely to have a stroke. Do you know why? Um, hmm. I could guess, but just tell me. Um... It's because of cortisol. So also, in addition to these heart, these like health implications of loneliness, he basically did like a calculation that equated being lonely to smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Damn. I thought that was crazy. That's a lot. How many is in a pack? I actually don't know anymore. You don't know, Jason? I feel like, what is it, I feel like it's 16. (laughs) Is it like okay? <laughs> Fair. Cigarettes. Is it like eight across and eight? You know, two, I it's it was two more. rows. I thought right? it was like twenty. Is it three rows? Is it twenty-four? I think it's two. I thought it was rows of eight. 
We have to find out. I like that this is where we're really like, what's the I like that point we here? don't know this answer, actually. But anyway, he akins loneliness to smoking 15 cigarettes a day. That I think does that's seem like a lot. lot. I think I smoked 15 cigarettes my whole life. Oh, I've definitely smoked more cigarettes than that, but... It's 20 cigarettes in a pack. It's 20 in a pack. So that's like three-fourths of a pack. That's like almost a pack a day because you're lonely. Are you kidding me? So anyway, the reason for this is because of cortisol. So, um, I mean, this really, this, I had to go down the rabbit hole on this one. So, yeah, you got your neuroscience degree. I did. I had to understand (laughs) what is happening in the brain and the body because of the deprivation of connection. And so apparently, um, loneliness is actually affected by um, loneliness is impacted by cortisol and cortisol is a hormone. So when you're experiencing loneliness, your levels of cortisol go up and cortisol impairs your cognitive performance, your immune system, and it increases your vascular problems, your heart, your inf- you have more inflammation because of increased cortisol and cortisol increases because of loneliness. So if you're walking around without connection, you have more cortisol in your body than the average person. And so that's why he's saying, hey, we need to we need to like attack this problem because people are becoming sick because they're lonely. I I can. I mean, I didn't know all that, obviously. I mean, maybe someone out there thinks I'm (laughs) have my neuroscience degree. But no, (laughs) I obviously didn't know that about the cortisol. But it makes sense because. Like when someone has dementia, they yeah. say, you know, it's not good to like the more time you spend alone, the worse it the gets. worse it gets faster. Right. And I think it has to do with like not talking to people, not really using that part of your brain that yeah. like connects. Or like having those emotions that come from connection with friends and family and yeah. loved ones. Yeah. So um, it just. I mean, it really drove home the point that we are social beings Mm -hmm. and that we live in a society where that's not really encouraged. Um, So one of the things I I noticed, I mean, this kind of it came on my radar to sort of talk about loneliness because I saw this um, this Twitter post of this girl. And again, we've talked about this before, but um, she was. It was a post on Twitter. I don't know if she was on TikTok or what, but she was basically talking about being touch deprived. And this was after the pandemic was over. I mean, this was like this year mm-hmm. where she was like on online and she was just talking about how she hadn't touched anyone. She hadn't had any connection with anyone and it had been so long that she was sort of freaking out because she felt like she was losing her mind mm-hmm. because of being touch deprived. I am. I, I feel like I'm dying from like touch starvation, y'all. I don't, I, this isn't, I don't, I don't get hugs. I don't know. I feel like if I were to get the kind of hug that I fucking really want, I would crumble into pieces. I. That video was very touching. It got a lot of re- reaction, a lot of response. Normally, you know, online it's kind of not safe to show how you feel about stuff mm-hmm. and show emotion. You know, I'm always sort of like criticizing people who turn the forward the camera, you know, forward and cry. Yeah. But this felt authentic. Um and I actually didn't realize that being cut off from human contact could affect someone to that degree. 
Oh, no, I don't think that's not surprising to me at all, honestly. I've seen the video, like you said. Um, yeah. What'd you think about that video? I just feel incredibly sad for her. I really? I mean, it's not hard. I mean, if you are a person, and I think, I think to your point, this happens probably more in millennials, and it's definitely going to happen a lot mm-hmm. in Gen Z, where, like, if you're a person who you moved to another city, whether it was for college or work, and you're, you, you're not near your family, you have friends. I mean, like... Like in all reality, who walks around like hugging their friends and shit all the time? Like <laughs> not all the time, but but you I, know what? It's it's usually like a t- like it's a passing like oh hi hey, quick you, hug yeah, you know and then but let's not go get like, our coffee or exactly. whatever exactly. So like you're not act- so even if you do have friends and stuff, you're not getting like a f- a firm hug that you'd get from like a mom, a dad, a grandparent, aunt, uncle. You know, name a family member. You're not. Yeah. Or, you know, a close friend that you've known for a long time. Right, that knows you. Right, who you maybe feel comfortable saying, like, hey, I, I am not okay. I need a hug. I like, know. shit like that. Or, and then add on top of that, if you're single. Yeah. And then, you know, it just, it becomes very easy to see how this is possible. And I don't remember what city she was in, but I think she was in a major city. I think she was in a major city, too. I think maybe, like, New York or Chicago. I don't know why. Or maybe in I California. Feel like, it was like- Texas or something. Uh, yeah. I have to look it up. We'll okay, look- I honestly, yeah, yeah it's I been a while remember. since I watched it. Yep. But yeah, I mean, it's it's really easy for me to see how, especially for someone in my age range, that's really possible. I just, it's so, it's so, I mean, it, I, I get it. I think it's because, like, I have a kid and, like, I was, for a certain point in my life, like, you were trying o- not to be touched. Overly touched. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? And so it, 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 I had to really put my, I had to really step back and, and take the personal experience out of and think about how it would feel not to have those connections. But what you said was kind of interesting because it's not just about like a random like hug from somebody that you don't really know that well. Yeah. Um, loneliness is more about like meaningful connection. And so um, it's not about being around people. It's about the connections you have with the people that you're around. So you can actually be cut off from from human contact, a a lot of human contact and not necessarily feel lonely if you have meaningful contact with one or two people. On the flip side, you may have a lot of human contact and still feel lonely because the contact that you have is not meaningful. It's kind of shallow. Yeah, I feel like I've heard that, um, you know, a good phone call can feel like a good hug. Yeah. And I think that's true. Like if you have like a really nice conversation with someone who, you know, you're very intimate with. Yeah. Whether it's a friendship or, you know, Mm -hmm. a familial relationship. Mm -hmm. It feels different than if you just go out to drinks with a few people that you met and like at the end of the night you high five and give a hug to and then you're like, All right, I'm out. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, people on on this the girls post were saying like, you know, you can just go to the church and get a hug. Like there's gonna be people there, but it takes a while to like build up that connection with people so that when you are feeling that way you can go get a hug or like you 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 know you have a community of people who know who you really are and you can be vulnerable vulnerable with so that when you are feeling that way you go to them and then it really feels like something so I feel like I hear that all the time especially like I mean I don't want to generalize but you know especially from like men talking about women like you can always go out and Find it's a, easy to find someone. So you're saying men say this to women. Like, you can I, find somebody. I, it's not that hard. You know, again, I don't want to generalize, but I have heard that before mm-hmm. from guys saying, like, you know, for girls. And I mean, to a certain degree, they're right. Yeah, for sure. I think it is easier. I think you can get attention. I think, well, but yeah. But I don't know about but, 
that's my point exactly is like you can get attention and you can find someone to like give you a night's worth of attention or a few hours but (laughs) like yeah you're not getting actual meaningful connection and affection from someone who actually cares about you and so it's like you're it makes me sad when to hear people say even if it's women to say something like that because i'm like you're kind of missing the point still you're missing the point you're still not understanding like that it's not just about like having a touch like it's about having a hug honestly from someone who actually you feel cares about you right and that's the issue so it's funny because industry has sort of responded to this of course because we live in a capitalistic society (laughs) and um so we see like stuff like professional cuddlers becoming very popular yeah do you know how much professional cuddlers make girl i know you've told me before (laughs) (laughs) honestly i'm gonna let you tell me again Thank you for this real connection that we have where you let me repeat things I've already said. Um, professional cuddlers make a salary between forty and $80,000 a year. Jason oh. is taken aback by this. Depending on the, the location, the clientele, and their experience. And their experience. Right. And their cuddling expertise. Okay. I can't believe it. I don't feel... See, that seems so artificial to me. Like I just don't feel like I would be happy with going and cuddling with a stranger for an hour. It's all like hot. You don't know this person hiding there. I read and I think I sent you a Reddit post of someone who had hired a a professional cuddler, let's say. Okay. And um, she said that she booked like, I don't know, a couple hours just Ooh, and then a couple. I think so. I can't I don't have it in front of me, but I think it was this this girl, young girl living in a city by herself, mm. didn't have many friends. Um, I don't know where what was her family situation, but they weren't around mm-hmm. um, either physically or at all. And she hired someone, this guy, just to like cuddle with her, and then she gave him cue cards of things to say to her that like oh. she really needed to hear from someone. No, I don't like it. I mean, it was just like again, I it just hits my empathy. I'm just like, that's so sad. That's like, real sad. That's re- yeah. It's like honestly, you that's give so- a cue card. What is like say now? Like, oh, your I, hair smells good, or no? I think the you feel- <laughs> what? No, stop. <laughs> Don't what don't person, follow that. What is the person supposed no, to say? I think they were things like, "Hey, I'm really proud of you. You're doing a great job." Oh man, that made Bro, me like, sad. Bro, like that's so sad. That made me sad. Like I'm laughing, but just because no, I'm so that made me sad. sad, like it's depressing. You know what though? That's how bad it is. You just want someone to be like, "You're doing a good you're job. You're really awesome. You're doing a good damn Bro. job." Damn, I'm about to cry. I, I know. <laughs> I can see it. But you know what? It's crazy. In addition to the professional cuddlers. There is, um, there people are buying like, okay, this, if this, you start talking about body pillow, like those no, weird anime pillows, this is about a 23 year old Snapchat influencer. Have you heard about this? No, there is a Snapchat influencer who has partnered with an AI technology company. Oh, that has basically yeah. consumed her TikTok. I'm sorry, her Snapchat yeah. content and creates girlfriend experiences. I mean, for a dollar a minute, you know, virtual. I mean, listen, good for her. Get I'm your not, bag. I'm not judging. It's it's like her. Have you seen the movie Her? Yeah, with yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually watched that again recently. Also Sorry. very depressing. It is, but it's sort of like, I mean, if it fills the void, is it depressing? I mean, I really feel like we're going to have to evolve our minds 
to get to a place where we understand, like this is filling a void and it's okay because without it, we're going to devolve as humans. Listen, I'm not going to judge anyone for doing what they have to do to survive, but I actually kind of disagree with you. You do. Well, hold on before you okay. talk about why this this 23 year old Snapchat influencer is partnering with this open AI technology to create a version of herself that will be your girlfriend for a dollar a minute. So basically you come home from a day at work, you log in to the app and she using her, you know, the hundreds and hundreds of hours of Snapchat content that she has, the, the AI technology creates conversations that they think you will like based on your preferences. So it's like you come home from work, you turn it on and it's like, Hey, what's up? You know, how was your day? What do you want for dinner? Even though, I mean, how is it cooking? Maybe I can't order you food. That would be kind of interesting. But then you'd have to pay for it. So, well, yeah, but you could do that with your wife and your girlfriend anyway. Like you want Uber eats. Okay. What do you want? Let's do Chinese. Yeah, and then she orders it. And then she sits down, kind of like y'all are FaceTiming. Oh, okay, okay. What? What did you think it was? I guess I thought it was more text-based, but it's like fully No, it's, it's fully, fully video. Yeah, I mean, they're, okay. they're creating an AI image of her. That's awful. Video-based, just like if I was your boyfriend and I'm FaceTiming you and you're long distance or something and uh, you can't come over that night, we just connect on FaceTime. Yeah. For wanna, a dollar a minute, go. Elizabeth. I leave. A dollar a minute. Uh, I should have been on that submarine. I'm about to say, you you missed the boat. I'm trying to get on the you next. You need to, oh, the submarine. <laughs> Don't get on the submarine. Please. I'm on a pod to Mars. Nah, you need to get <laughs> on Snapchat and start creating some content and no, start I'm good, selling it. Man. So anyway, that's what, and people are into it. Men. Yeah. Because so men are the loneliest out of all of us. They are the loneliest. Men are even lonelier. I saw something recently talking about how, and it makes sense, um, because, you know, Women have an easier time forging relationships with women. Yeah, for sure. Men also have an easier time forging relationships with women. But they're not anymore. Interpersonal. Yeah. Even if it's just like friendship, like men and women find it easier to have intimate relationships with women than men do with men. Yeah. Than anyone does with men. I Um, know. Men don't even like each other. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that, um, not to get into like the theory of interpersonal communications, but a lot of it has to do with the fact that like men have a lot of their friendships based on like activities. They do. So it's like, you know, you've got your friend who's like your gym bunny and then you've got your friend who's like your work friend or like your lunch friend or your drink friend or your whatever. Like you have these scheduled activities Mm -hmm. whereas women kind of like they do the opposite. So like women have friendships more based on like uh, deep, deeper connection, like yes. conversation. So yeah. that can it like kind of transcend the boundaries of like, okay, you and I, I mean, this is a great example. What? You and I used to see each other at work mm-hmm. and now we've transcended, we've transcended it. just that situation where we had to see each other yeah. to now we actually will voluntarily see each other exactly and do other activities together yeah. yeah whereas we only see jason when we record the podcast this is true so yeah men men are different in that way which is interesting you say that because um you know everyone is more single yeah. These days, right, which right. is a, a, also a reason for all this loneliness. Sure. But men are more single than women. 
if you can believe that. So basically, <laughs> you know, that means that like it is it then women are dating women. They are. How does that work? Okay. Right. So, I mean, basically in 2019, roughly 38 percent of Americans were single. It's a little bit higher now. That means they were neither married nor living with a partner. And um, that's up like 10 percent since 1990. Um, and, and in that same study, it says, and of that 38%, more than 60% are men. Yeah, so bad. of the that's single bad. people, more than 60, more than half are men. So that means that you got all these single women, you got women that are partnered yeah, with yeah, yeah. women. Right, right. Whereas men are just And then the alone. other women, well, yeah, because of the single people, it's mostly men. It's mostly men. Yeah, so yeah. that means... That means yeah. that women are partnering with but other women. it also could mean that there are some, like, uh, gay or, or queer men that are, like, sure. still saying... That are still choosing single. choosing to stay single. That's yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. But like you were saying, I mean, in the, the reason... And so then this study was also saying that as a result of the singleness of men, they are more lonely. And it's, and it's exactly what you're saying. It's like, they don't go deep. I mean, where's it? You have you you know men like you'll be like, oh, so and so, your buddy. Like, what's I don't know. It could be like, what college did he go <laughs> right. to, or what's his daughter's name? Yeah, and yeah. Like, I don't know. Well, how old? How old is his daughter? Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't know. know, bro. You were there when she was born. They don't know, <laughs> and I see it in my son all the time. I'm like, what about da da da? He's like, I don't know. Yeah. And, and you know his it's dad's the, way the same way. It's just it's like the way I don't ask all these questions. I don't know the details, and I'm like, don't you want to know? Well, and you know, and this is this is completely anecdotal observation from me, mm-hmm. and has no basis in scientific facts. So I could be completely wrong, but I feel like I've noticed in relationships that I have observed that are you know man and women. Uh huh. It's the woman who has like the community. Oh, for sure. And she's pulling the guy to these events. And it gets worse the older they get. Yeah, and he probably just, like, not want to be there. Doesn't want to be there, but but he doesn't have anything going on anyway sometimes, so he'll go. Or he'll just be alone. Yeah, exactly. Or he'll just stay home alone and and watch TV or sports And be lonely. Or not, because he has a wife and probably maybe some kids if if we're at that age bracket. This is true. I think men become even more dependent on you doing their social life the older they get. I could see that. And, you know, you see situations where men, like, are married for, like, ever, and then they get divorced, and then they just get remarried right again. Mm -hmm. And the woman might actually wait. Yeah. Because I feel like they are so dependent on women to, like, guide them through social life. I mean, I see it with older men, too. It's like their wives have, like, pretty robust social lives, and they don't do anything really. Yeah. You know? I think it, yeah. And I think too, though, I mean, I'm sure there's part of it that's society, like nature and nurture. For you know, sure. Where like, I think evolutionarily, men have to be more independent and they have do, to They do. And be, they can't rely on too much emotional, like, reliance well, on anyone. Yeah. I mean, women need community. Like yes. in nature, you would need community as need a woman to be help. able to, you know, raise, raise your children. kids, yes. have food, food, like do all these acts, you know, mm-hmm. washing clothes, like have all these things you would do in the village mm-hmm. together. You need women need these connections yes. evolutionarily, yes. whereas men honestly could pretty much survive on their own. There's, they need to be able to. Yeah, they exactly. If they get pushed out of the village, like they need to be strong enough and independent enough to be able to survive. Right. And then on a nurture standpoint, I feel like you can see where. You know, as a as a young man or as a boy, you're probably there's lots of things where we encourage young boys to really 
be independent and yeah. sell, you know, on their own. Don't rely on anybody. And not anybody. to say, I think we do a little bit more nowadays with women too, but I think women, it's more, it's just more accepted and, and expected for women to have, you know, groups of friends and do things together and, and like call people and talk about their problems. Shit, you can't even go to the bathroom alone. Right. <laughs> or it's like, well, you, you're leaving us. You know exactly, what I mean? So yeah. yeah, I mean, that is definitely a biological thing. And I think it's probably for the best yeah, in yeah. general, but this is why we like find roving groups of men sounds like, and a disaster. Yeah, it's like, not a. It's we don't like it either. We want our men to be able to be independent. Them, yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah, yeah. But in in this type of society, though, we don't have the community structure for it because people aren't getting married. They aren't having children. Those are the parameters right. that work for men yeah. to be who they and are. That's what's so crazy. Like, I I. I I've had conversations with men where I hear their issues on like, or their concerns rather about like getting married and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I'm also like, it it, it benefits. Like, it actually helps you more than it helps women. I mean, it it benefits everyone. Like there's it benefits there's the cons, whole world. Actually, there's, there's potential yeah. risks for sure, but it's also a big benefit to you yeah. to you know have a partner and have a family and to Definitely. do those things. Like there's a reason that that's. I mean, not to be like too traditional, but there yeah, is you're a reason. Sounding real I know. Gen X right I'm now. Sounding, I'm sounding boomer as hell. Yeah, my you, pants, you my went, pants just they went raised, all like, the way up, even up. higher. Because I mean, y'all wear your I'm pants not high anyway. You're right. I'm wearing over. <laughs> like I have a full. What are they? I have. What are those things called? A jumper. Yeah. I have, Overalls. Like, yeah. No, no, no. The things that like mechanics wear. Suspenders. <laughs> Oh, what? oh, I don't know. Okay, I'll think. I'll think a, of a it. Tool belt? No, you know when they have like the whole one piece. Oh of, yeah, the um, the the overall thing, the one, the one oh, piece. Oh, like the coverall or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I like those. Those. Are I got cute. a one. No, yes. yeah, because I mean, like, there's a, there is a reason that like. I mean, don't look. Get in trouble now. If someone's been doing something for a thousand years, thousands, thousands of years, your biological parts you of have, you are dependent. And upon then, like it. ten years ago, someone was like, mm, "Maybe we should do this." Like, I don't know. I feel like I'd have more questions than people seem to have right now. They don't have a lot of questions. They don't have a lot in of questions. Fact, I would argue that it's celebrated to do it the opposite way. I would agree with you. So let me, let me, let me just. Talk to you about that. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Here. So this is where I started to get annoyed when I was researching oh, this topic. Okay. Because I'm getting mad now at y'all. <laughs> because it's really pissing me off. I literally just put on like, I just put a bone in my no, hair and I entered no, the prehistoric era. Because you don't act like that normally. <laughs> You're just saying it now. But when you think about this, I'm having an issue because everyone is freaking lonely. But we play such a big premium on being alone and cutting people off and figure, saying you can do it on your own. So it's like people, you know, it's basically hyper-individualism is, is what it is. It's kind of how we got here. Because instead of society valuing, I really hate traditional roles. It, that kind of annoys me a lot too. Because sure. I'm yeah. not really into that either. But people don't value community. Mm -hmm. anymore that's true okay they don't value the way that things have always worked yeah i think there's more value and more celebration put on people doing everything alone and having this ability to be alone and be good with it in fact i was looking on you know my favorite place twitter and you know there's this whole conversation about how nobody knows their neighbors 
right? Like, mm-hmm. it's so terrible to, like, have a conversation with the person across the street from you. So, anyway, this one guy's, like, you know, M. Night Famalam is his name on Twitter. Okay. And he's, like, I'm a firm believer in not getting to know your neighbors. What are we supposed to have some kind of connection because we live close to each other? No, nah, I don't F with people like that, homie. Get the fuck out with your nasty ass apple pie Gertrude. Okay, I don't I do not want anyone handing me food. I don't trust it. Well, see, this is what I'm saying. But you can talk to me. You, well, you can say who hi. Ta- who said you gotta eat the pie? Oh, I'm not yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm not eating the pie. I'm well, throwing it throw away. Throw it away. And I'm throwing it away at my parents' house so that Gertrude can't find it in my trash. Whatever. Yet. Put it in the garbage <laughs> disposal. I don't care. But like don't act don't be so hyper individual that you can't appreciate a person getting to know your ass. You ain't, like, like, Gertrude has lived a whole life. She doesn't have to be bothered with you. She's doing it because she understands the value of community. Because yeah. she's from a time period where people fucking understood it. That's why she's <laughs> 70 and not lonely, but your 27-year-old ass is. <laughs> so it's annoying to Damn. me. And it's like, so many people were like, um you know, cheering him on and saying like, yeah, I understand. Like, I don't want, why do I have to talk to you? I don't even look their way. And I mean, I'm saying this is somebody who actually really doesn't. You do avoid your neighbor. You actively avoid your neighbors. I I actually know all my neighbors. I've gotten better at it. Now, I don't like to talk to them (laughs) if I can help it because yeah, they're, they're interesting people. But I know that who they are. I know my neighbors. I at least exchange phone numbers with at least one of my neighbors. Like I speak oh. to them. You know what I'm saying? I don't really have them over and it's stuff like that. It's good when stuff happens. Yeah. Or you're going out of town for a long period of time. You can be like, hey, I'm going to be out of town. Can you watch, watch the blah, house. blah, blah? Yeah, let me know. So anyway, though, like it's that kind of stuff that annoys me. There's other things too. Like, you know, of course we talk about people not wanting to get married, not having children, but yet complaining about being lonely. What did you, what did you think was going to happen? Yeah. Did you think like some mystical people were going to come around like there's been hundreds and thousands of years where people procreated just for company <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it was just for company. a lot of times it was for okay. help okay help, oh that's true help yeah, yeah, yeah. and company yeah that's right but now all of a sudden you're going to change how the system works you know you know women to some degree you know i think there is a romantic a romanticization jesus it's romanticism been a, it's been a long day it has been. Um, me too i'm ranting and raving at this point now so i know i'm tired um <laughs> just about like you know the idea of you know kind of eat pray loving and so like, much eat pray loving live love laugh or or um stella get her groove back kind of stuff we're like you, well, you're stella on your well, did but have that a was, kid and had been was, married you know what i take that back yeah she we, we removing stella yeah from that's not don't that put one. that on her right but, but it's definitely but eat, a pray, lot love. of like you know you go you're traveling on your own and like i i we've talked about it both of us have traveled alone i enjoy it and we do trips by ourselves yes i like being alone um, but you know I, I'll be honest, like part of that is not always by choice. I think if I had a friend or a partner to travel with, you would. I would. Now, but would you're I not still, sitting around waiting for it either. That's the thing. Like, and you can't. Would I take a trip by myself potentially? Like, especially after having kids or something, and yeah, I've seen a break for a day or two. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I can see should. that happening in my future. But yeah, yeah to say like to say that I chose that. I mean, I think I've been like clear that's not my choice. So yes, we know. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, no, I think there, I think there is this idea of like, you know, what I find very interesting and also very sad is that like, 
you know, you're you're going to run out of time. I hate that. I hate that concept, though. But it's true. I'm really having trouble with this concept of running out of time. And I am somebody who's running out of time. No, I don't mean in, in your life in general. I mean, like... For what, though? Okay, like... For kids and marriage? Right. Like if I mean But that's not the only thing you're running out of time for. That's true. Yeah. You know but what we're I'm talking saying? about loneliness, so that's what I'm bringing it up. Okay. Like you're talking All about right, having kids and like partners and stuff. All I'm right. just saying, like, All I right. think a lot of I think you, you this used to be a men problem where men would like put it off and, and then become like the perpetual and, bachelor right. and then wake up when they're like 30, 40, 35, 40, 50, whatever age yeah. was appropriate for that time yeah. and be like, oh no. And then go find somebody. And then real find fast. someone, try to find someone really fast. But then now the market of people out there has depleted, right? And so your choice isn't as great as it was when they you dwindled. first entered. Now I think you're seeing that a lot with women too, where women are yes. like, you know, they're putting it off for, for, I think, valid reasons a lot of times, like career and education, all that stuff. And trying to find a suitable person because sure. now yeah, yeah. they can be a little bit more choosy. Exactly. Yeah, for but sure. You can, you can you, you know, can over you, you can, can over choose yeah and then and then what ends up happening is I think you know it, it's like anything I think you do have to put some emphasis on it or else like you know if you don't if you don't admit that you want it or if you don't figure that out too soon you can potentially and when I say run out of time I mean you look up and you're like, shit, the choices all the bells and the ball are, less, are gone. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. what I mean. The yeah. choices that you have are less desirable. But you got to wait for everyone so to get divorced. You. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like. the, the But you got to have self-awareness to understand that, my friend. And that's the problem. That's all I'm saying. That's the problem. You got to you got to also wake up and be like, I'm not 22 I'm not anymore. The the ball. Exactly. And you got to really look at like what, what is am realistic. I bring? Yeah. What do I bring? Yeah. What am I get? You know, but I feel like that's the that's the trade off. Like you can't like say I'm going to wait and live it up and pursue every, you know, professional goal that I have and then like also turn around at, you know, 40 and find the man of my dreams. Like it don't work like that. And I'm then sure have a perfectly happens. healthy baby right. that you have without any sort of assistance. Like if that's what you choose. Yeah, yeah I if mean, that's what you choose. I just mean like and I think that's it. I think we, you know, we put so much emphasis on like the career and stuff. And a lot of people, like I said, for really good reasons are putting off having families for sure but then you know you get older and then you're like oh wait uh maybe i did want to do that people know that when they start making these choices i don't know that they always do so that's i mean i feel like we've there's a lot of topics there's a lot in there i am very the 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 running out of time thing is very interesting to me maybe we'll come to that again and obviously again i don't mean you're never gonna find that's but not what I'm talking about. Yeah, limited. I'm talking about the running out of time for you to be self aware. Okay, but like you're gonna need like running out of time for you to now have to look in the mirror and be like, okay, what can I realistically what's important do for me? Yeah, like okay, so what's what's the market look like? What am I gonna get <sighs> in this dating market? And it might not be that great. But that's okay because, that's like, okay. what do you expect? Example, People have what been you? beat up and damaged at this point. Like, what are you going to get? As have you. As have you. Even <laughs> right. if you haven't been married or had kids, you're still beat up at a certain you've point. You've gone through something. Yeah. So the reasons also that people find themselves in these predicaments is everything that you've said. Also, you know, the highlight reels of life. Social media is so dominant. You know, everything that we consume is about the best of our life. And so, you know, people get caught up in these situations of trying to live that and they forsake 
I think, an authentic life, which maybe doesn't show up as great in the highlight reel. And so they go after the highlight reel. And then also cutoff game. I mean, I cannot tell you the amount of posts I've seen online or people that just have such great admiration for themselves and others who as soon as a person does something that they don't like, they cut them off. And I'm not talking about like super red flags. Like yeah. they have a, a, a girlfriend or they have like 13 kids. By or even friends. like Right. Or yeah. even friends yeah. or like even family members that I've done. Like people are human. They're going to mess up. Like it is great. Look at you. You are so great that you can cut people off. But now you're lonely. So I think there's a balance that needs to be put into place with, you know, understanding that you do need connection, that people are human, as are you, and that, like, being able to cut people off may not be such a thing to celebrate, maybe a coping mechanism, honestly, because you don't want to be hurt. You know, I think it's a little, uh, the cutting people off thing, I think, comes down to, to two th- main factors, if in my opinion. What's it's that? One is what you're saying, which is that, you know, it's celebrated to kind of have this, like, I don't need people mentality. Sort of sociopathic, actually. Okay, well, I wouldn't go that far, but... Yeah, it is. I, yeah, I think it's celebrated to be able to not need someone else, right? Um, which I think has its own merits. But I also think, and we've talked about um, courtesy, you know, and politeness yes. before. And I think, you know, for example, one thing with friendships... I feel like more common it's not that someone does one thing and pisses you off and you never speak to them again. Okay. I feel like what happens a lot is that like it's a series of shit that happens that you small things along the way. Like for I think and I was just listening to a podcast about this and I can't remember the name or else I'd plug it, but um they definitely have more listeners than us. (laughs) Um they were talking about how people flake on plans and how it's almost become expected. That, like, if I make a plan with you, I have to check in with you the day of to make sure we're still too. doing it. I heard this, and then too. Maybe we, we talked about it. Maybe we did. Um, yeah, and then you have too. to then also, like, expect that there's still a chance that the person won't show up. On the day of. On the day of. And I think, and on the podcast they were talking about, like, that's partly we've overcorrected on, like, oh, I need to take care of myself. And all and By not canceling plans at the last minute and not because being, you may because not you had a bad day or go. whatever. And right. that's not polite. Like, that's it's just not, not polite. Well, you shouldn't have made those plans. And so what happens is now after a series of that, someone might cut you off and just be like, you know what? I think that's fair. That's she, boundaries. Right. But what I'm saying is like, yeah, we have more boundaries and that's good <laughs> on both sides. That's true. But also you can't over have boundaries or else you're going to end up with no one. Because if you're the person who's overcorrecting and like, I can't hang out because of my mental health, I totally understand that. But people aren't going to invite you out at a certain point. You know, if you don't, you have to sometimes be a little bit uncomfortable and be like, damn, like today, I really did not want to come here today. I didn't either. But we're here. (laughs) But we made a commitment. Exactly. To each other. And we're here. Right. And that's my point. Like, sometimes you have to be a little bit uncomfortable. And then if there's a day where you're like, Elizabeth, I need to call an audible. I'm like, okay, (laughs) then we don't go that day. You know what I mean? Because I know that for the most part, you're good for it. Yeah, I agree. So it's like too many boundaries and not enough being uncomfortable yourself. So I think also the, the big thing is people don't like to be uncomfortable. We've we've become super duper adverse to being uncomfortable in so many areas of our lives that we have isolated ourselves to ourselves. And so if you are someone who values your hyper-individualism, 
you want things to be your way. You want to live the life that you've envisioned for yourself and you're not willing to compromise. Your cutoff game is strong. <laughs> um, and you have strong you, boundaries. And your boundaries are like hell, a hope, fortress. Yeah, like, like incredible Four hope knocks. strong. Yeah. Then you have to understand that that can lead to what we're experiencing right now, which is loneliness. Which yeah. people are experiencing right now, which is loneliness. And you got to make that decision for yourself. You got to make that decision for yourself. And again, it's I think it's a little bit of like looking in the mirror. So listen, we're, we're coming up on time here. What are some things that you think? Well, can I just say one more thing? Sure. Of uh, course. Because fuck it. We're here now. All right. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I try to I stick think, by the plan. I know, I know. And I appreciate that from you so much. But I think <laughs> it's important to also note, like, I, you know, I was thinking to myself, because I'm really about money. You are. A lot. And it takes up a lot of my my thought. You are about your paper. And I was thinking to myself, like, damn, the housing market is so shit. It's getting and a little better. A little bit. But I saw this TikTok from this woman. Because, you know, the big part is is inventory. Yes. There's no inventory. There's no and inventory. even if you're renting, there's no inventory. There's, like, yeah. no places to rent. Yeah. And this woman, I can't remember again, sorry. She did this TikTok where she kind of talked about how these two things have essentially merged where because we're so independent and individual it's it's like you have to live alone it's like a badge of You're honor talking about money with katie am i yeah she's okay a tiktoker she was talking about how capitalistic systems thrive on one person households is that I, what you're talking about i think it is okay. yeah I th but yeah. i would actually i would caveat that to say okay. that i think that capitalism provides solutions to problems Oh, so yeah, capitalistic of you. It's, it's yeah. You're more like a boomer every day. <laughs> the coverall just gets larger, and my hair just grayed. Um, no, because that's I mean that's what happens is the you know the Problems, market sees it, demand. right. The market sees a, a way something to solve, and then they create the solution for yep. it. Um, $1 and the, a the minute problem is that we're not. Yeah, the problem <laughs> like the problem is we're not around each other we're not around right. family we're, we're not, not if i need someone to watch my my roommate while i'm gone i have people pay. in town oh yeah you don't because your family lives here right i yeah. have yeah i have tons of yeah. thankfully i have tons of friends and i have family and i have people and same with like you know if i got into car trouble or what have yeah. you right but if i don't you if you pay. you gotta get an uber you gotta pay a rover you got to find a house sitter. You got to yep. like, and now you're, you're outsourcing all these things that you would have uh, originally had a community to do for you True. or to help you out with. Cause you would have done the same for them. Right. Yes. Cause it's a, it's not a quid pro quo. Like you do it for each other. Right. Um, so, and I just, again, I got so stuck on the idea of like, you know what? She's kind of right because, okay, I have the roommate now, but like, honestly, 30 years ago, at my age, I would have had like five kids. My, you know, be like married. I'd have or a whole still farm. Be living at home with your family, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like you saw more multi generational. Plus, also people got married younger, yes. so it was two people to a house. Yeah. Now, let's say you're dating at thirty, whether you're gay, straight, or in between, you probably both have an you apartment have your own that place. you live in alone, mm -hmm. and you're not living in together. Mm -hmm. Which I think is fair because to live together is a big step. Everybody and you wants gotta, what they want. Well, you got That's a big risk. But my point is, now you've got all these, or they would have had roommates, right? People would have had roommates, and they it was more acceptable to like be at a certain age 
Because you weren't there when you were 35. You were married. Yeah, you were you married. You know, Greg, yeah. get a wife. Yeah. Instead of living with your frat brother. Yeah. You know, yeah. or Shonda, I guess. I don't know, whoever. <laughs> like, that's my point, is you weren't, it wasn't as odd. No. It was more normal because people were doing things at different times. Okay. So all I say to that is that, like, guys, if you want to buy a house, like, we got to start having roommates. <laughs> so your point is get back to the roommates. Everyone, look, I would like to buy property, so everyone... <laughs> no, no, I'm just, no, but I think it you is... You know what? You make an interesting point about, like, community. Like, is there a way that we can make community like can we start to buy houses together as friends i would not advise it i'm you not just saying get a roommate i'm not a financial advisor but i would not do that i actually just saw angela yee which is the former host on the breakfast club like gen x icon to some degree her and her girlfriends bought like a multi-unit place in detroit and they're fixing it up. Okay. For investment that's, purposes. That's a business. I would go into well, business with you, obviously. Okay. But you're saying not like living We're there not together, living together and like <laughs> helping each other. Like if your no. car breaks down, what's wrong with that though? And even like, well, because we you may have like get a to whole that kid. Point. I know. <laughs> but what if, I mean, but, but so what? No, no. I mean, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. But do you think society could get to that point eventually? Um, I think it might be forced into that point. I think we might be too. And I think people are going to have to make a decision like, do I want to, do I want to live this way or that way? Right. And I think I, I'm a little bit more optimistic that I think people will start getting, well, I was going to say, I think people will start getting offline. I think some people will start getting offline and, and some people will go more world. online. Yeah. What else were you going to say? It seems no, like you had another profound thing. We were going to talk about like what you can things. do not to be lonely. Oh, no. Yeah, let's bring it home. So I had one today, which was so interesting that we're doing this episode today. Because do you know that, um, do you know how old Meetup is? The app Meetup? Uh, I've actually used Meetup. Uh, I feel like it started, I don't know, 2008. It's 20 years old. Oh, shit. It's 20 years old. I was close. You were close. I think it was started like around 9-11. So 2003. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, when was 9-11? What year is it right now? 20, what is it? 2023? Uh -huh. I thought it was 2022. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway. 9-11 was in 2001. It's, okay. Am I the boomer? Like, what's going on? I don't on? know what's like, going on. I'm what tired. What is happening right I'm now? I'm really, really tired. Where were you when the towers fell? <laughs> I was driving home from like college, one of my college classes, and I was on my like Motorola phone. I was in second grade. We watched it on I know, the TV. We talked about this. It's very <laughs> scary that you were that young. Yeah. But um, I was just talking to my son about this the other day, and I was he like, doesn't yeah. even remember it. He was not born. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I went home, and your dad came over, and we ate like hot dogs and watched the second tower plane fall, yeah. go into the tower. He was like, what? <laughs> it blew his mind. But um, anyway, Meetup is like over 20 years old and like they recently did a webinar on loneliness as a matter of fact. And they talked a lot about the stuff that we're talking about. But what I found, like my whole thing about this is like get off the apps. Like that's one of my things, like get off the apps, get into real world, but like get on the right app. So like apps are not inherently Well, you don't wrong. like dating apps. I don't like dating apps. I think yeah. people need to, to meet real people. But my thing is if you're gonna be on the app, Get on an app that helps you deal with this feeling of isolation and loneliness. And I think Meetup is one of those apps. Like, I think people underestimate Meetup. I don't hear people talk about Meetup quite enough. It's a enough. lot of weirdos. 
It probably is no, a lot of weirdos, it, but it's a lot of weirdos online too, Elizabeth. Period. Y'all talking about longer. dating. It's all true. these weirdos I, y'all be going out with. I'll give that to you. Right. But at least their picture checks out. No, they don't. They catfish and kittenfish and motherfucking goldfish and whatever you catfish and beardfish. They do not check out. So what are you what are you risking? You risk going on the dating apps. Go to a meetup group. It might be some people that are actually semi-normal. None of us are normal, by the way. We're all crazy. I think I'm pretty grade A normal. Okay. I don't want to be normal. But what I'm saying is there are lots of stuff on meetup that I feel like gets you into real relationships and out of just virtual life. Mm-hmm. So my one of my suggestions is to like get on meetup. Why not? So you're saying suggestions for how people yeah. if, if you're feeling lonely right if now. If you're feeling lonely, what are some things you can do? Uh I think one one thing um I would suggest anyone who's feeling lonely right now and I would say this because uh I've done it and it's worked is to you know don't don't just join groups because you think you want to meet people like find activities that you want to do that you've always wanted to do so for example let's say like you've always wanted to learn how to draw mm-hmm. or you've always wanted to learn how to do pottery mm-hmm. or something find those classes and go because a lot of times you know we we forget almost how friendship works yeah it's like not just that you meet someone once it's like the consistent seeing someone the familiarity of of Knowing someone, you liking someone, there, even having similarities don't. with them. Yeah. And so you you can create those bonds. And if you don't, let's say you, you go to the class and maybe there's no one there. Mm-hmm. You learned a cool new skill and you did something that made you happy, which hopefully will help you in the long run. Because you're probably having a little bit of, you know, mental yeah. mental issues right now. And I totally get that. But best case scenario, maybe you don't meet your like best gal pals to go to like Puerto Rico with, but maybe you meet and be open, right? Like maybe you meet like a nice six year old woman and Jerry just really, you know, likes you. She wants to ask about how work was. How exactly. was that meeting? You know she I mean? remembers she that you had a meeting yeah. today that and lasted for eight hours. Bro, and then you're going to ask her about her cat yep. and then you guys are going to be friends. And she might give you a hug that right. actually means something to you. And is she the friend that you thought you needed? Is she the friend that you would have made up for yourself? No, no. And are you going to find her the first time you go to pottery? No. No. But do that are they out there? Yeah. Yes. So don't be so don't be so like um picky, you know? Like be open to meeting people and go do the activities that you like to do cuz that means you'll keep showing up and you will meet the people that are going to show up there and have that in, in common with you and you'll make friends. I have one. I like yours by the way. Thank you. I really do. I've I that's a good one. Go to lunch with your least favorite coworker. No. Yes. Uh-uh. I like it. Because guess what? After that, you'll want to be alone. Sometimes you have it's to the second trick, time trick I've heard that brain. joke. It's and, not a joke. And it's well, it has to be because I, you know one of my least favorite coworkers. I'm, okay. And I would not put myself in a room with that person <laughs> Here's what for I'm money. Say. Sometimes <laughs> we operate in echo chambers of life. We operate in communities and systems, especially online, where all we're hearing is the stuff that we like yeah. and that we're used to and that we agree with. 
Yeah. And sometimes you we're need comfortable. to uh, what we're comfortable with. Yeah. So sometimes you need to go and like be in a situation where someone where you're thinking to myself, oh, my God, like what is going on now? Maybe it's not lunch. Maybe it's just coffee. Maybe you just like you want to yeah. go grab coffee. Let's That's go fine. walk to Starbucks and come right back. It's only going to take 15 minutes. Once. Once. And then you're okay. like, dude, like I'm good. Never again. I can be alone. Yeah. Sometimes you got to trick yourself. Do you have any other options? Any other tips? And no, like I said, find find things you like. Be open. Be open. Don't don't be stuck on. I think to your point, the ideal of like, oh, I'm gonna meet all these like friends, or even like honestly, if you go to show up to these events or like these classes or you know join a sports league or whatever, and you you're like, oh, I'm gonna meet a man or a woman or yeah. whatever. Don't just go in be and open be open to, to like whatever, whatever experiences. And I promise you, you will probably. Find at least one person who you don't hate and who you will want to ask about how their cat is and they will ask you how work is and it'll be fine. I think another point to make is that society has a way of autocorrecting itself. So something will probably happen eventually that might fix all of this. We'll probably like go in the opposite direction mm-hmm. where everybody will start getting married and having kids and not I think it's wanting happening. to be individual. Right. I think so, too. I think, I think we're getting yeah. we're hitting a critical. What does they call it? Critical, critical mass. mass. Yeah. Where people are like, hold on now. Well, you know, the funny I'm thing really fucked up. Like I need to sell. I need to do some stuff. You different. know what thought hit me the other day? What? I was driving. What? And then this thought just like hit me in the what? face. Like, OK. All those people that are having, like, that are traditional are having all these kids. Yeah. They're, like, the only ones having kids right now. Yeah. So, like. They're carrying the burden. But what I'm saying. And it's not enough kids. And how do you think those kids are going to, like, those. Yeah, some of them are going to go a different way. But, like, most of them are going to end up having, traditional yeah. and having more kids. True. So, like, eventually it'll auto-correct just because they'll Cause be the only be ones dead, having kids. And those yeah. ones that had kids will continue on. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, it's so, going to take know. about 100 years. But. I am not 50. Maybe, like, 50. Yeah. All right. Well, that's something so to look, look forward hope. to. Yeah. Mm, so great. <laughs> so much hope, guys. So much hope in If you America. don't like what I just said, have some kids yourself. And also, if you don't like what we're saying right now, leave a comment. Yeah. Tell us. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sure. Let us know your thoughts on loneliness. Are we making Are you lonely? sense? Are you lonely? Do you have any tips on what to do if you're lonely? Have we offended you? Probably I have with some of the things I've said, but I don't really care. I can't imagine that anything I said in any way would ever be offensive to anyone. Um, no, yeah. And are you lonely? And are you lonely? Yeah. I think and we all deal do you, with What do you sometimes. agree with? What resonated with you? Yeah. Let us know. Let us know in the comments. What comments? I don't know. <laughs> Isn't that what you're supposed to say? <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. We hope you like what you heard. Um, it's been a little while since we've done this, but if you leave a five-star review, we will read it out loud on the podcast. So maybe that can be the comments. Go ahead and leave us what you think on there. Okay. Uh, leave us your thoughts there and we'll read it out loud on the show. Thank you so much for listening. See you later. See you.